When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Maybe we could give uh, Phil McDonald a call next week to give us a glimpse of Michigan football if that kicks off. Well, it's not. Michigan football's been moved to the spring. I know. It was a great idea when I thought about it. Mm -hmm. Maybe he could give us the report now and we'll play it in the spring. There's an edit point right there. (laughs) Do you like sports? Because we like sports. Let's talk about sports. It's Sports Shack. Sports Shack. It's Sports Shack. And welcome to episode 231 of the Sports Yak podcast. You mean the Freddie Freeman episode? Oh, double F. Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman, member of the Atlanta Braves, still active but currently sitting on 231 career home runs in his 11 big league seasons. He's a a big part of that Braves team trying to rebuild the dynasty that they once had in the 90s. Freddie Freeman, double F, Freeman. Family Broadcasting Corporation, in association with the Studio DNA Podcast Network, presents... Sports Yak. One host knows sports. And who's right there? The other doesn't know sports, but somehow they meet in the middle. It's all the way! It is! Here's your host, Corey Mann. Get your big butt out of here! And Indiana Sports Broadcast Hall of Famer. This one will be relived. Chuck Freebie. Forever! We are hours away from the Friday night lights turning on for the first time. During the 2020 season, where are you at mentally? I am still in the position that as we record this at 1013 in the morning, we are now less than nine hours until kickoff, and I still won't let myself feel good until 659. This is the third game you've tried to reschedule. (laughs) Well, no, I haven't tried to reschedule this one, Uh, but this is the third game that we have had mentally put on our plate says this is the opener oh wait elkhart central and concord or elkhart central there i go again elkhart and concord were supposed to be the opener county health department said you can't play we switched to bremen and laville wednesday afternoon four o'clock after we recorded the last sport jack i'm down at laville practice and i see will hostrosser have to take a phone call and my heart sinks because I know as long as he is spending on this phone call and away from his team and away from me, I know what's happening. And sure enough, he comes back, huddles up his players, and says, we have two positive tests for COVID on the team. 
we're all going to have to be in quarantine for the next 14 days. Which, of course, means they don't play Friday. They don't play next Friday. They won't play the Friday after that. They lose the first third of their season. So I hop back in the car. I call back and talk to some of the people at the station. And, you know, a lot of let me let me give you a little taste of how the sausage is made here. So immediately I talked to our production manager behind the scenes, Dean, Dean Korsmo. And I said, here's two or three games that we can consider. And I know some of you will say, did you consider Marion Mishawaka? And the answer is no. And here's why. There's no way, if you've seen the Mishawaka press box, and you know that there's two radio stations and the Mishawaka network doing their pay-per-view broadcast tonight at the game, there's no way there's room for us. There just isn't. And you might say, well, Chuck, you're TV 46. You've been doing this for 31 years. You could Bigfoot your way in there. Not on Wednesday afternoon, on the less than 48 hours or about 48 hours before the game. Yeah, they've already got media in place. Right. I mean, I, I'm not doing that. So that game's out. Basically, um, and, and you might say, well, what about this game? What about that game? Here's why I go to behind-the-scenes team, because I said, okay, from a production standpoint, because you guys are the ones who have to set up the truck, you are familiar with these fields that are being, here are the where games are being played. Which one are you the most comfortable doing a game at? He said, I think we could, I think we could make school field work. And I said, good. So then I called my buddy Jim Seitz, who's the principal at Adams. He goes, I'm all for it, but it's not our home game. It's Washington's home game. You need to call them. So I called Garland Hudson, the AD at Washington. He was more than happy to have us come there, especially because we live stream the games now, and that takes a headache away from them trying to figure out how they were going to do it. And so we've had great cooperation from Adams in Washington. I talked to Todd Stamich Wednesday night. I talked to Antoine Jones yesterday about their teams, sending over lineups. I've done my research. We'll be ready to go if the two schools can cooperate and go COVID-free for another nine hours. Do you think this is going to happen to you every week? Somebody else asked me that. I don't think it's going to happen every week. I think it's just it's just one of those things. Had you know, let's say well, let's say we had picked Marion Mishawaka to do way back at the beginning of the year. Well, so far they've skate, scooted free. Although I do have to I do have to call out my buddy Keith Kinder, the Mishawaka head coach, who texted me yesterday and said, Man, you're the black death. Stay away from my game. <laughs> <laughs> nice. At least he's got a sense of humor right now, right? He does. He does. And and in fact, I texted him this morning. I said, good luck tonight. He goes, I can't believe we're playing. I said, dude, don't say that. We're still. (laughs) (laughs) Wait till the ball is kicked. Yes. So, yeah. How do I feel? I I feel as excited as I can given given the parameters of what we're dealing with. I, I am looking forward to the possibility of calling a game tonight. Can we have a preview of tonight's game? 
Sure. Per your homework? Uh, yeah. Here's a Washington team. They're the home team. Todd Stamage's squad went 6-4 and four last year, but of the 22 starters that started in the sectional game against Tippecanoe Valley, 20 are gone. They get one back on each side of the ball. So it's going to be an inexperienced team. They have a sophomore quarterback named Jeremy Johnson. He played for Stamage back at Jefferson Intermediate or Jefferson Middle School. So, you know, we talked on the last program about feeder schools and how important they are. Well, here's a young man. He knows the offense. He knows how to make the ball fakes in the offense. So they've got that. They've got some size along the offensive line. They just don't have a whole lot of experience there. Washington does have some speed, too, and and they've got great positive attitude. That said, they take on an Adams team that's definitely hungry. Adams went 0-10 last year. They've lost 12 straight. The last time they won a football game was against South Bend, Washington on October 5th of 2018. They lost two Division I players last year. And you say, well, how could they have two Division I players and go 0-10? Well, both of those Division I players got hurt at some point during the year, as did many people on the offensive line. So Adams played a lot of kids last year, which means they bring back some experience. That said, they're starting two freshmen on the offensive line tonight. Auden Jones, and I'm not sure if he's related to Antoine. I still have to find that out. Auden Jones is 6'3", 295, and a freshman. And I've seen the young man, and he's a hoss. And they've got uh, Nolan Rose, a returning starter, 6'5", 305, and a junior. And I'm told that he's very physical and plays angry. Well, I've got some confidence in this Adams offensive line. I'm told by the people down in Plymouth who they scrimmaged that they looked good, that they looked much better than they had last year. Of course, the question for Adams is the skill positions and primarily the quarterback, Gavin Pulling, who started the sectional game last year for Adams after Ira Armstead got hurt. He's got some weapons to throw to, including this kid, Sidney Jeffries, who has some D1 offers. Jeffries A lot of people know him better as a basketball player. He's a really good football player. 1,100 total yards last year, had 12 touchdowns. Against Penn last year, he scored a touchdown rushing, receiving, and on special teams. He's the kind of player that can take it to the house anytime he touches the ball. The question for Adams is on the defensive side of the ball. Last year, they gave up 40 points a game. 40. That's a lot. You can't do that. And we'll see if they can tighten up the ship tonight against a Washington team that's going to be primarily ground and pound. As we record this, there are some other games on schedules. Well, I mentioned Marion and Mishawaka. I think that's probably the premier game on the docket locally. Uh, It's hard for me to believe this, but it's true. Mishawaka has won eight straight against Marion, and Marion has had some really good teams in there, including last year, when the Knights wound up going to the 3A semi-state, but that's the difference in school size. Mishawaka is a 5A. Marion is a 3A. Mishawaka has their quarterback returning. Justin Fisher, dynamic playmaker, had six touchdowns against Elkhart last year. He can run it. He can throw it. He can do all the things that you ask a quarterback to do. Great leader. They've got a superb offensive line coming back. Defensively, they've got some questions, and as any coach would tell you going into week one, Keith Kinder goes, oh, we're not very good right now. Well, that's not the idea is to be good right now. The idea is to be good in late October. So Mishawaka takes on a Marion team. They've got some weapons, too. Their quarterback is back, Maddox Begonia. They've got uh, a speedy 
running back in Malcolm Anderson, but they did have some losses along both lines of scrimmage from graduation, and that's the big rebuilding job for Michael Davidson. If I were picking a favorite in that one, I'd take the caveman. Uh, let's see. What else do we have tonight? Because so many of the games, uh, here's another thing. The, a lot of games have been moved. We mentioned LaVille has has now had to sit on the sidelines for th- the first three weeks of the season. That means Bremen was looking for a dance partner. Well, lo and behold, St. Joe's game at Heritage Christian got canceled because Heritage Christian had a COVID case. So Bremen will play St. Joe on Saturday afternoon at Don Bungie Field. Then tomorrow, Penn will open up against Valparaiso. They pushed that game back a day because of Penn's COVID cases. Uh, They canceled practice Wednesday and Thursday. They'll come back. They'll have a walkthrough today, and they'll be ready to play Valparaiso tomorrow afternoon at 1230. Some other games tonight on the docket. Plymouth and East Noble is an interesting game. Plymouth had to change quarterbacks. Joe Barron graduated. They moved Jake Reichard from wide receiver up to quarterback. Can John Barron's team go down to Kendallville and come up with a big road win to start the season? That's that's a tough one for them. And then you've got Southwood at Knox. Remember, Knox was supposed to open up with Winnemac, as they've done every year since 1996. That's not happening because of Winnemac's COVID cases. So Knox found Southwood, and Southwood went 11-1 and last year. Really good team, but Knox has a lot of pieces returning and, of course, a new coach in Russ Radke. So a lot of people are going to be curious to what the Redskins look like playing at home at Community Field with Zach Rose at quarterback. College football is still dealing with the COVID problem as well. The University of Notre Dame, it's well publicized. They have had a spike on campus, and now they have a spike within their football team. They have had five positive cases in the last two rounds of testing, also requiring six other players to be quarantined because of contact tracing. So that takes 11 players off the docket. We will see if the Irish return to practice today. They have not practiced the last two days, Wednesday and Thursday, because of all kinds of questions about the COVID procedures. And there are also people on campus that are a little upset that the football team is getting so much attention and testing and not the general student population. Apparently 20% of the testing that has been done at the University of Notre Dame has been done on the football team. Uh, one student in the TV report that I saw last night said, it's almost like they value the football players more than they do the general student body. They do! <laughs> Welcome to the University of Notre Dame. Exactly. Where have you been, son? <laughs> what, what, what planet are you living on? Um, They're not going to have your face on a t-shirt at the bookstore anytime soon, pal. Well, let's see. (laughs) Which one of you brings in more revenue? I, hmm, I, yeah, that's the way of the world, son. Yeah. That's the way of the world. You may not like it. That's fine. You, you, there are other universities. They'll be happy to take you in, I'm sure. And, you know, get into the whole ethical and moral question. That's, I don't have, I got no time for that. Yeah. Um, the fact of the matter is that's what's going on with the football team right now, although I, I heard coming in that ACC Commissioner John Swafford remains committed to staying the course. Notre Dame, not the only ACC school having a problem. North Carolina sent their students home, said we're going online the rest of the year, but the athletes stayed on campus. Uh, North Carolina State 
has had some problems within its school with uh, a spike in COVID. Purdue had a different way of handling it, by the way. Tell me more. Well, there were 36 students at a party the other night that the, uh, that the local police went by and nobody was wearing a mask. Well, that's in violation of your housing contract. So President Mitch Daniels said, thanks for playing our game. Here's your lovely parting gift. They were suspended from the university and kicked out of their housing. Wow. My man, Mitch. He is not to be trifled with. And so, and I can happily report that TJ Freeby was not one of those 36. <laughs> was that a text? Were you one of the 36? <laughs> uh, the point was brought up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. But Good. just just double checking. So it's obviously still a question mark for colleges. But at this point in time, there are still 76 colleges looking to play college football this year. Of course, as we know, this is a fluid situation here on August 21st. We have a long way to go before we hit September 12th and the Irish opener with Duke. You ready to fire in a fastball with baseball? Cubs and White Sox start a key three-game series for both teams tonight at the friendly confines of Wrigley Field. Cubs coming off a good series against the Cardinals where they took three out of five against their hated rivals and put some distance between them and the Redbirds and also killed off half the games they have to play against St. Louis this year. But now they've got a White Sox team coming in that's playing very well. Of course, it helps when you play the Tigers, but they've won five straight. Coming into this series, they're playing with some momentum. They've been swinging the hot bats. Wind should be blowing out at Wrigley tonight as the weather warms up. And so it's imperative that John Lester keep the ball down and and try to use a good mix of pitches against these White Sox bats. Hot bat! Meanwhile, the cut bats have not been all that hot, really, because even though they won three out of five in this series, they're still doing it with a paucity of base hits. And not hot bat! Yeah, but we'll see if the Cub pitching can carry them through. And and the Cubs have been helped by a rejuvenated bullpen, both Jared Jeffress and Ryan Tapera throwing much better in the recent week. Last night, uh, we watched the NBA. Yes. Wanted to watch a little Pat Connaughton. Little, oh, did he have a good game little last Giannis night. Little Giannis Antetokounmpo. And uh, I have found a new way to annoy my 13-year-old. And I got to tell you... I might stick with it for a little while, or at least as long as the Bucks are in the playoffs. Was this what you sent to me? Antetokounmpo, Antetokounmpo, over and over again. Hey, Dad, did you did you see that uh, uh, ESPN little thing on uh, Lamelo Ball? Mm-hmm. You know, and I said yes, Antetokounmpo. At least he tried to derail you a little. Let me regain control of the show and tell you that Pat Connaughton, the former Irish star, had a double double last night with 15 points and 11 rebounds, coming off the bench. Only 24 minutes. Bucks beat Orlando last night to even that series one apiece. Everybody expecting Milwaukee to win that series. Most expected them to sweep. That didn't happen. Orlando won the first game. Pacers looked really bad. Pacers lost to the Heat once again by double digits. And so Indiana now down two games to none in that series. And yesterday it was Denard Robinson, or excuse me, Denard Robinson was a Michigan football player. Duncan Robinson was a Michigan basketball player. And Duncan Robinson... Uh, hit 
seven threes in that game, scored 24 points, and the Heat uh, cruise past the Pacers and lead that series two games to none. Also last night, NBA draft lottery. Mm-hmm. Minnesota gets the number one pick. That's why LaMelo Ball's came, name came up, because he could be that the number, number one, one pick. pick. Uh, wouldn't be my choice, but you know Minnesota's got a draft to need. The Bulls have the number four pick, so we'll see which way they go. I would like to recommend to all teams the Dayton star, Obi Toppin, because ain't no stopping Obi Toppin. Obi Toppin, no stopping. So anyway, and Commissioner Adam Silver also said that the season probably will not start until December 1st. That's about a month later than the NBA normally starts. Considering everything, that's not too bad. That's going to be a very brief offseason for some of these NBA teams, especially the ones that get to the finals, others like the Bulls, well, it's been about a nine-month offseason. Chomping at the bit to get yeah. back on the court. So I think that might cover it. That is a in and out on a Friday episode. Well, we want you to have something to listen to as you go to your high school football game or if you can't go tonight as you get ready for the weekend. That's a little bit. Oh, one other thing. We can't forget. It's Carburation Day in Indianapolis. Yes. And the greatest spectacle in racing runs this weekend at the Brickyard. No fans on hand. It'll be on NBC and, of course, on the radio. I still recommend to people that you listen to the first lap on the radio. To me, it's some of the greatest radio, the coordinated synchronicity of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway radio broadcast is something to behold. It's a work of art. It really is. Maybe on Sunday morning, Chuck, uh, families can gather around the TV and watch Six Pack, the 1982 movie with Kenny Rogers as the NASCAR driver, to kind of warm themselves up, celebrate Kenny's birthday, and get ready for the Indy is 500. Is that on this weekend? No, but it was his birthday today, so okay. that was a trivia question. I you, see. You remember the 1982 movie Six Pack? Uh, sadly, I do. Yeah. As driver Brewster Baker? Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Kenny was a lot of things. An actor, I'm not sure he was. <laughs> However, uh, at Indianapolis, um, gosh, I think I would have to go with Scott Dixon as my choice to win the Indianapolis 500 because, well, he's probably number, he is number two in the starting grid this year, and I never like to take the pole sitter. Plus, the pole sitters in Andretti, and they almost never win at Indianapolis. I've heard good weather for the weekend for that race. Should be hot. Could take a toll on the tires. Watch for those pit crews to be vital in how this works out. You know what time that starts? 1 o'clock, I believe. 1 p. Yeah. All right. My daughter is 23 on the 23rd. It's her Jordan birthday. Oh, okay. Very good. So that'll be a, a happy Sunday. Mm-hmm. for the Dexter clan That's and right. the man clan. That's right. Very I feel good. good about what's happened here. Well, Thanks happy for coming birthday, in. Chloe. My, my pleasure. I've got some stuff to do as we get ready for the broadcast. You have things to do as you're working for the weekend because, as we know, everybody's working for the weekend. How can I watch tonight's game? This will be streamed three ways. You can go to the IHSA Champions Network and look for Adams at Washington. You can go to the 46 Sports Facebook page and look for it there. Or we're also on YouTube at the WHME 46 Sports, and you can stream it there. 
follow-up question, is the IHSA uh, stream a cross-post situation? Those are all cross-posts. But the, the one thing about the IHSA Champions Network, and I'm kind of reticent to recommend it because you might say, oh, Chuck, you stink. I don't enjoy listening to you. I'm going to go listen to other announcers. And there's about 30 different games that they have streaming tonight at that website. Well, hopefully they won't be throwing out any racial slurs. I'll stick with you. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. We're on Twitter at Sports Yak. Chuck, you're on Twitter as well. At 46 Sports. Until next time, Yak fans. Ooga Luga, Freddie Freeman. We've had some fun. Yeah, the show is done. Now we got to run. It's Sports Yak. Sports Yak. Sports Yak is not filmed in front of a live studio audience. Ante Tacumba, Ante Tacumba. The Sports Yak Podcast with Chuck Freebie and Corey Mann. Subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Visit the archives for previous coach and athlete interviews. Part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.